It's power back time on the Gutsy Podcast. Each episode brings you five minutes of condensed inspiration to reclaim the courage and momentum you've unintentionally given away. You've got big things to do, so let's get your power back. Welcome to this week's Power Back episode. Today, we're talking about boundaries. Look, I know this is not the first time that you have seen or heard this word, but we're going to talk about what exactly are boundaries? How do you create them and how do you uphold them? That's maybe the more magical question because setting them is one thing, but standing true to them, enforcing them, following through with them on your side. Yeah, that's a deeper discussion. And let's also not forget about personal boundaries, the ones that you create with yourself as well. I don't know that those little boogers get enough time and attention, so we're going to cover that today. Before we dig in today's goodness, I have a small favor to ask of you. If the Gutsy Podcast has been doing something great for you, either getting you to think differently, helping you to take action, helping you to clarify something, or just lighting a fire underneath of your ass... I have a big puffy heart request of two things of you. If you could, A, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It helps other listeners just like you know what to expect from the show. And two, forward the Gutsy Podcast to a friend that you think could get a lot of benefit from it. This could be a friend, a family member, a coworker, a client, someone that you know is super open to new information and would love to grow as well. And of course, to you, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for continuing to come back to this wild ride that we're on together and for being open to yourself and the changes that you know are possible. And speaking of the changes that are possible, that brings me back into today's lovely topic of creating and upholding boundaries. I first want to acknowledge that creating boundaries is not a super fun thing to do. Because usually if a boundary has to be put in place and be reinforced, that means that there's something going on that has some level of discomfort. Or maybe somebody's being a turd or something keeps happening or you just, this place or time or experience just never really works out for you. We're not usually creating boundaries when things are picture perfect. So if you're like, ugh, I fucking hate the word boundary. I hate having to reinforce it. You are not alone, my friend. A boundary is put into place and reinforced to protect your inner peace and in some situations, your safety. And I know you, so I know that you have this beautiful heart and you don't want to be the bad guy and you don't want to put people out and you don't want to inconvenience people and all the stuff that happens in your head. I know, I get that. But the truth is what you allow will continue. And so creating a boundary is very much a gutsy act. Because in these moments and situations, you are choosing yourself. You're saying, hey, I'm not cool with that. I don't like how that makes me feel. I don't like the situation. I don't like how that sounds to me. Like this is not okay to me on a fundamental level. And I think that's important to just kind of briefly acknowledge because people are going to do things that are irritating or off-putting, right? Maybe it's the way that somebody laughs that just rubs your ass the wrong way, or somebody that's like clicking a pen, or maybe it drives you batshit crazy the way that somebody wears their hair. I don't know what it is, but there are things that are just going to just naturally rub your ass the wrong way. Creating a boundary is not about 
telling somebody who they should or shouldn't be or changing something about them. Boundaries are about knowing what is okay and what is not okay within ourselves. Then clearly communicating that and finally upholding it. And again, I know it can feel like you're the bad guy because you're the one that has to put this boundary into place. But I want to remind you that you're only having to say it because someone else is crossing a line. And if that wasn't happening, you wouldn't have to put this in place. Boundaries are really about self-love and respect, about knowing the things that trigger you or invoke an emotion or a feeling on a regular basis. Hell, it could even happen one time and you're going to clearly know. It's deciding that, hey, this invokes a negative feeling inside of me. And now I am deciding that that's not something I'm going to tolerate moving forward. And it's also in that gutsy, gutsy moment where you stand up for yourself, where you clearly communicate the boundary. Now, do you have to say, I have a boundary and this is what it is? No, do this and say this in your own language and what feels best to you. The important thing to know here is the difference between an emotion and the affirmation. For instance, if someone says something just off the wall to you that you don't like, an emotion might sound like, I feel really shitty when you say things like that. And while that is absolutely true and can be part of your communication, if you leave it at that, it kind of leaves the door open because the person on the other side may not realize that You don't want them to do that anymore, which I know seems fucking stupid, right? But we have to be just very clear about our expectations, about our intentions, and and about our boundaries. So it's great, and it's completely okay to communicate the emotion, but then we need to back it up with an affirmation. For instance, it's not okay for you to talk to me like that. It makes me feel really shitty. And if you do it again, I'm going to be leaving. So here I've added the affirmation to the emotion. I let you know that I don't like that. It doesn't feel good to me. And what I'm going to do if you continue to do it. That's the clarity. That is communicating a clear boundary with someone. Now where it gets a little bit hairy is if somebody continues to do that same thing or say that same thing to you. Now it comes down to you to uphold your affirmation. So let's walk through a couple of examples. If you know that in your house, you don't want people to come over sick. Again, that seems like a no-brainer, but apparently it's not always. So we have to set and communicate that boundary. First, you have to identify the non-negotiable. This is creating the boundary, by the way. This is where you are identifying the discomfort. Maybe it's in words, maybe it's an action, perhaps it's a surrounding, a place, a location could just be a situation as well, regardless of what it is. It's identifying the discomfort in that. In this particular example, the discomfort is, I don't want sick people in my house. It goes through my family like wildfire. It's disrespectful. It just doesn't bring good juju into my walls. The second part of creating a boundary is deciding. Because you can feel that all day long, But if you don't decide that that's a boundary and then choose to uphold it, it just kind of creates this undertone, grudgy, like, "Ah, they came over fucking sick again. I can't fucking believe them. And then you build up resentment and then you're irritated with them. And then they're wondering why you're not talking to them. And it just creates this whole level of nasty bullshit. And this is another one of those reasons why boundaries are so incredibly important. People don't always mean ill will. 
Sometimes they just don't know it's a problem for you. So by communicating this, by knowing this within yourself and then talking to them about it, it helps everyone grow together. And I want to reiterate that the right people in your life will see this. They will understand it and they will respect you. If they don't, if they go against it, if they cause a whole level of bullshit around it, my friend, they are not your people. And we'll come back to that because that's one of the harder parts. So you've identified the discomfort. You have decided that this is a boundary that you're going to create. Now it's time to clearly communicate it. Assumptions break down. If you take the word assume and you cut it into three words, it's making an ass out of you and me. That's what assume does. In your mind, you might be like, duh, don't fucking come over here while you're sick. But to them, maybe that's not a problem in their house and they don't mind if people come to their home sick. So it's an assumption across the board. So clearly communicating it lets people know like what's okay and what's not okay. So when you're sending out the invitation or the group message or the Facebook messenger, whatever, however you're communicating about people coming over, you can clearly communicate, hey, if you're sick, please stay home. We'll see you the next time. This sets the tone right? Now you have clearly communicated, it's not okay for sick people to come to my house. I also want to point out and acknowledge the tone that I just expressed with you. It was casual. It wasn't harsh. It wasn't mean. It wasn't, we're throwing up dukes and ready to fucking start a fight. It was just matter of fact, thrown in with a little bit of my own tone. Hey, if you guys are sick, please stay home. We'll see you the next time. So setting a boundary doesn't always equate to you being an asshole. In fact, setting a boundary never equates to you being an asshole, but sometimes our brain wants to make us think that we're the bad guy. And so therefore we think that we're a jerk when really it's just about loving and respecting ourselves and what makes us feel kind of off. Now, what do you do if somebody goes against the boundary, right? Maybe you've sent that out. You've identified this, you clearly communicated it and Uncle whoever and Susie Q comes over with their three kids and one of them's got a runny fucking nose. This is where upholding the boundary is really, really important because again, what you allow will continue. And so this might look like if you show up sick, I'm going to ask you to leave. I noticed that your little one is not feeling well. I shared in the group message that if you were sick, I ask that you stay home. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to ask you and your family to leave this time. Now, is that always a crowd pleaser? No, (laughs) it's not always easy to uphold boundaries. Some more than others. The more you are tapped into what you will and will not tolerate, sometimes these things do get to be a little bit easier. Or if there's just like a really, really deep rooted belief um, or stance on something. But especially if it's new to you, if it's something you've not quite done with your friends or family or your coworkers or your clients, I, at the beginning, it can feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I, I just know that I don't want these people in my house. Because what happens is if you've asked this, you've communicated it, they show up, they're not feeling well, and you say nothing about it, then that opens the door for them to do it again. This falls back in the situation where this isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility. I'll also say that your boundary only needs to be communicated once. This doesn't have to be done over and over and over again. I've communicated it clearly once. I've reinforced it here. That's it. Period. Done. We're not doing this again. 
So in this situation that we're talking about, if they continuously show up at your house, you have every right to say, I've asked you multiple times not to show up at my house sick. You continue to do it. So therefore you may not come here anymore. And that's on them, my friends. And you're probably going to have a lot of feelings about this. Okay. Like again, if, especially if this is new to you, it's normal to feel worried. It's normal to want to go fix it because that's what you're used to. It's normal to have a good cry afterwards. Like I have cried many of times after upholding boundaries because it sucks that you had to be put in that position in the first place. And your brain's going to want to be like, well, I should just get over it. I'm making a big deal out of this. You know, I just want everyone to be comfortable. I want everyone to be happy and together. But I want to reinforce to you that tolerating these things that cause discomfort inside of you equates to long-term perpetuating discomfort. The setting and upholding the boundary is temporary. It's not your fault that it's happening, but it is your responsibility to follow through because otherwise you're just letting it all go out into the wind. You're saying that my needs don't matter, that I'm not good enough to have an opinion on this, that I'm willing to let people walk all over me. You're not doing that anymore, are you? you you've already been on a journey to shift and adjust this. So this is just the next biggest step in your healing journey, in your reclaiming of who you are. While it feels yucky in the moment, Gosh, it feels 10,000 times better on the other side. And if you have communicated it clearly once, you have upheld it, and it continues, then that is your time to take deeper action. That's where you stop communicating. That's where you stop showing up. That's where you stop allowing them to come in. That's where you report people in more extreme circumstances. This is where you pick up and leave. This is where you stop going. How other people feel about your boundary is none of your business. How they respond or react, more chances than not, it's going to be a reaction. It's not your job to fix how they feel. They're allowed to feel however they want to. This might be one of the very first times that anyone has ever pushed back against them. Your only responsibility is to stay true to yourself. So let's walk through another example. If someone is joking about your weight your career, your clothing choices, your sexual preferences. And like, they just keep joking about it, making fun of it, mocking it. And you're like, man, this just, this doesn't feel good. Like this, I'm not laughing with you anymore. This is where you identify the non-negotiable. You know what? I'm actually not okay with them making fun of those things anymore. This is where you clearly communicate it. Hey, I noticed that you keep making fun of my clothing or my career or my sexual preferences, and I'm really not into how that makes me feel. So I'm going to ask you to stop. And then you're probably going to get a, oh, you know, I was joking. Oh, you know, I was messing around there. You know, that whole fucking bullshit. This is where you clearly uphold it. If you comment on my life again, I'm going to leave this event. Period. Dunzo. No further explanation needed. Simple, yes. Easy, not always so much. But the alternative is to continue to sit there while they mock your life. And then you internalize it, and then you take it home, and then you think it over in your head a hundred times, and it just creates this perpetual discomfort. Or maybe let's take this into the workplace. Mm, There's all kinds of situations there. Let's talk about with your clients. Maybe there's a client that keeps coming to you and asking for more things. 
can you do this real quick? Can you add this on? I need you to answer the phone right now. I need to be available by text message. Can you do this? And you're like, oh, okay. In the past, I've been maybe a little bit of a people pleaser and taking care of a bunch of those things. But now I'm realizing that that's starting to cross a line. You might want to continue to do these things because you want them to be happy. You want them to stay. You want them to continue to pay you. But it is more than okay. In fact, incredibly necessary to create and uphold boundaries with your clients as well. So for you, this might look like first re-reviewing your terms and conditions. What does it say in the contract? What is in the scope of work? What is covered? And then start to build out a list of what is not covered. In this case, the boundary is not all about like not doing something. It's saying yes if. The clear communication here is, hey, I noticed that you've had some additional requests lately. I took a look at everything and would love to help you out. So see here, you're still willing to do these things. Now, this is also making kind of the slight assumption that these are within your wheelhouse or things that you would like to do. If not, this is the time to communicate that this is not in your abilities. If it is though, you can say, hey, I'd love to help you out with this. However, this is outside of the scope of our current agreement. And the way you uphold this boundary is to say, happy to do this for you. It will take me two weeks to complete this and will be an additional X amount of dollars. Is this approved? And this, my friend, tosses the ball back in their court to make a decision. It lets them know that, hey, there are boundaries within our contract and I have gone over what what I have agreed to. And again, it's not always about they're trying to get something out of nothing, right? Sometimes yes, but more often than not, people have fairly decent intentions and they just don't know. And so if you're not clearly communicating your business boundaries, people are going to continue to take more from you. More often than not, they're going to be like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yes, continue or no, I will rework some things, but thanks for letting me know. It helps you from being overworked and overspent. It stops that grudge that starts to build and it protects your time and your energy where you could be making the money that you deserve. Last but not least, and we're not going to miss this one, my friends, is personal self boundaries. This is recognizing something within yourself that requires a boundary. And I know you're going to be like, oh, I didn't think we were going to go there. Oh, yeah, we're absolutely going there. Because holding yourself accountable, hmm, that's where things get really interesting. Because if no one's watching and no one else is coming to your rescue, it's easy to just kind of shove that shit off the side of the bed. So this is really all about recognizing and acknowledging where a boundary needs to be set within yourself. So for instance, I know that if I stay up really late, I feel like shit the next day. And when I feel like shit the next day, then I don't perform really well at work. And when I don't perform really well at work, then I get behind. When I get behind, then I start beating myself up and it just, it creates this hamster wheel of horseshit. So where do I need to set a boundary within myself? I need to recognize that staying up late is harmful to me. So what time is bedtime? When do I start to wind down? And then holding yourself accountable to that. Maybe it's with some of your habits. Like I know that eating cheese is going to bloat me and I'm going to get raging fucking hot diarrhea and it just makes me miserable. So maybe I need to set a boundary that I don't eat the cheese or I shift the type of cheese to have one that doesn't do that to me. 
perhaps the boundary is around when you work versus when you don't work, especially if you run your own business. The clock just seemingly sticks together, right? It's just one whole day and night, which yes, technically it is, but there isn't always a hard stop with entrepreneurship, is there? So setting some boundaries for yourself. I don't work in the evenings. I don't work on the weekends. Maybe it's I don't work on Mondays because I prefer to work in the evenings. Like whatever it looks like for you, as long as it works for you and contributes to your health, your success and your happiness, then that's for you. It's when you go against yourself, you cross your own boundary. That's when it really starts to deplete you. So what boundaries need to be set within yourself today? What boundaries need to be set and upheld in your life, in your friendships, in your relationships, in your business? Where are you letting things slide? Where are you tolerating things, people, emotions, situations? You can start with one and maybe you do start within yourself because if you can start to build that muscle and that tolerance within yourself, you most absolutely can do it outside of you as well. Remember that creating and upholding boundaries does not make you the bad guy. In fact, it creates respect, respect for yourself, respect for your life, and it sets the respect level for the relationship and the situation that you're in. You do not have to tolerate the things that bring you discomfort. You are worth more than that and you deserve more than that. I'd love to hear what stood out to you today. Was there a light bulb moment? Was there something where you're like, oh shit, there it was. Send me a message. I'm super active on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me using at that Laura Aura. And as always, until I see you next time, stay gutsy. Bye.